to step into her glorious and God is empowering a people to spearhead that agenda. Be blessed as the mandate here passed on to Pentecost stirs your heart. People come to ask you, what is your secret? It is when everything is shaking, that which cannot be shaking will remain. I want to see the kingdom. There is a movement called the kingdom movement. We are looking at acceleration via strategic engagement. And we are looking at things that can actually facilitate our maximizing the remaining days of the year. There are things that can enhance our output. And the first thing we said is spirit strategy. Where we began to learn how to engage spirit dimensions. Things that natural mind may not be able to understand. But it has outcomes. And we said there are five things, major things you need to do in spirit strategy. And we said the first one is learn to pray in the Holy Ghost a lot. Learn to pray in tongues. Pray in tongues a lot. You've prayed enough in English. You still pray in English. You still pray in your native language. But he said, when we know not again what to pray, nor how we ought to, you've been praying about that same matter, speaking English. You've been praying about that same situation, praying in your native language. He said, it's time to switch praying in the spirit. He said, the father that searched all heart and mind, knoweth what the spirit said. He said, it will make all things work together to produce the outcomes. We also showed another scripture where he said, this is the rest wherein he will cause God's people to rest. He said, this is the rest wherein he will cause the people to rest. And this is the refreshing. He said, but they will not listen. The second we talked about is engaging angels. Learning to engage angels. There are angels that have been commissioned to bring you into a restful place. Place ordained by God. We said the third is to learn to engage prophetic words given to you. Prophetic words sent to you. These are amount of testimonies. It's time to begin to engage those words. He said, the spirit of my words will not return to me void. He said, it will prosper in the eternal to which it was sent. He said, but we said the fourth is the matter of pulling dimensions of the sickle of your mouth. The devil wants you to ruin the harvest with what you say. He said, those that know it shall eat the fruit thereof. And we said the fifth is a matter of covenant. So we're going to pick up the second strategy. I said there's five major strategies that you need to engage to maximize and accelerate the things that is left in this very end season of the year. Turn with me to Psalms chapter 90, verse 12. I'll do two this evening, then we'll complete the two on Friday. I have never seen what gives a man so much progress accomplishing so much within a short space of time like having a daily target and plan for every day even if you've not been someone that operate that way you just have maybe 30 days left you just have maybe 40 days left how can you step out from your room one of my mentors told me you will not be maximizing your life if you don't have eight things at least you must do every day. Once you come back home, eight things that has been done. Many of us think our life is all about our career. And that's why we don't make progress. 
Many of us think our life is all about our business. So you see people step out every day of their life and all that is consuming their mind is that business. All that is consuming their life is that career. And yet your life is made up of at least 10 different areas that we've talked about. And so they are drowned with this cat and rat race about their business and their career. And at the end of the season, many other areas of their life is suffering loss. Many times inclusive, even their business and their career. Imagine since the year began that every day you stepped out, you achieved eight things. Daily. How would your life be after 365 days? Psalms chapter 90 verse 12. And so even if that has not been your culture, even if that has not been your habit, in this end season, if you are going to accelerate, you can't afford to step out of your house without a note of these are the things that must be done. So teach us to number our days. This numbering of days is not about a year or week or month. The root word of this scripture is to number every day. Each day. By the time 13th November is over, I can be able to report. They asked a watchman, 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 what of the night? And the watchman said, I will not only give you account of the night, since I'm a watchman, I will also give you account of the day. And so for that watchman, he is not in the dimension of just giving monthly account of the, of the month. He gives account of every night and every day. I can remember when I left NYC, one of the counsel my father gave to me. <laughs> he said to me, never start a new day without reflecting on the former day. That that was what his own father taught him. Never start a new day without reflecting on the former day. And I'm going to show you the principle in scripture. He said, teach us to number the day. And so every time I step out and I come to office, the first thing I always do is to pen down the things I want to do. That's why I never finish anything I want to do in a day. I always go back home exhausted. I, I, I never have tried it. Yet some other people always have spare time. Because they started a day not knowing what to do. So there's enough time to do nothing. Every time I come to work, I pen down. You must do this. This must happen. You must do this. You must do this. And it's always at least eight things. Cutting across ministry. Cutting across relationship. Cutting across many things. You must read one chapter of this book. You must do this. You must do this. You must do this. All those things are summing up. In enabling me hit the goals and the targets. So every time I'm going home. I go almost times 9pm. Almost every day. Because even if it's service day. Finish service. You are exhausted because the sleep of the laborer is sweet. You, you've exerted and invested energy for the day. Let me show you Matthew chapter 6 verse 34. That's the principle behind it. I don't need to bother about outcome of the whole year. If I can be able to solve the problem of every day. If I can be able to develop skill to attain my target every day, then the trouble of next year, the trouble of next two years should not bother me. 
Show it. Psalm Matthew chapter 6 verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. This is Jesus speaking. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Each day has its own demand. Each day has its own challenge. If I develop the skill to solve the challenge of each day, then by the time the whole year is over, I would have scored so much gold. People worry much about next two months when they've not developed skill to solve little problems each day. Set little goals and score it each day. And as they are scoring little goals each day, it sums up to become a big by the end of the month. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. There is the portion of every day. Worry about how to hit the portion, solve the problem, hit the target of each day. And so someone that has not developed that culture and you want to accelerate your life, like, and you know what happens? You know some people, a month ends. There is no sense of fulfillment. Somebody uploaded something on Facebook today and it was some kind of uh, I don't know what to call that. But it says, see how my guys, me and my guys are strolling into 2024 having accomplished nothing in 2023. And I tried to check the comments and everybody is saying, at least you saved your life. At least there's bread. Something that people would have reacted against. See how me and my guys and it was some kind of picture of some guys, you know, bad boys in secondary school, they are not passing the exams, but they are always feeling cool, sagging. See how me and my guys are stepping into 2024 without accomplishing anything in 2023. Sense of motivation and fulfillment is that you have a sense of accomplishment each day. People who succeed more than others are motivated because of some little goals they are scoring. So I wake up every day with a motivation to start a new day because there was something accomplished in the former day. Let me show you one more scripture. Or two in this direction. Since that my mentor said that to me, another thing he told me is that you cannot be sleeping through the night if you want to be a global influence. While it is night in your own quarter, there are people in their day. So if you don't know how to work night and day, you will be left behind. He said, I have many offices that operate in the day, the other side that is night here. So I'm always working night and day. So let me show you a scripture. So you see some people, it's as if they have more than 24 hours. A year ends. The things they accomplish, it's as if they give them 48 hours. A day. <laughs> John 11. I'll still finish saying this thing. And people will still walk out without a note. Five things I must do this today. And the how to do it. A note of target and plan strategy of each day. Teach me to number every day. I shouldn't come back any day. And I said nothing happened that day. Something must happen. A call that strengthens the relationship. Some of you keep saying, I will call, I will call, I will call. You end up not calling. The person calls you. You say, I have always planned to call. Is because you did not pen it down today. I'm going to call, and that call has something else it will open up 
if you strengthen that relationship. People's greatest challenge, I want to say again, even people in ministry, they are so consumed with ministry that they don't know their life is far bigger than ministry. They are so consumed with that work. Every day they wake up. All they are thinking is to open shop and sit down there. That they don't know their life is bigger than that shop. And that there are many other things. If it's working in their life, that business will enter another level. And so they ignore every other thing and just focus on that business, on that career, on that ministry. And they are still limited. John chapter 11 verse 9. And then, when I know what I want to do, like I can tell you a lot of things I achieved today now, there is another energy that wells up. Let me paint a picture for you. Some of you are students. You thought you can't read for three hours sitting down in one place. But the exam started approaching. And you realized there are still chapters to cover. There are still books to finish. And because you measured exam is just next week. And I'm not able. I've not covered a lot of chapters. And now you need to complete this book and complete this other book. You now told yourself, I'm going to finish this chapter. I'm going to finish this chapter. It's as though another energy comes upon you. That energy has always been there, but you never placed demand on it because you felt there's enough time. And you now see that person being able to sit down in one place and read for three hours. Yet before he said, I can't do it. You now see that person that says, anytime I open my book in the night, I sleep off. You now see that guy, he's awake two hours in the night and he can't sleep. It's because of a target now before him. Now, why he wasted two months in the semester is that each day he woke up, there was no target before him. It was when target came that there was another level of energy that was... When I did my master's, I did one of the courses, you know, and they say motivation is a pool from within. And if there is nothing before you, there will be no pool. Show that John 11. You will never accelerate if, if you wake up each day. There is no five things that must be done now. Six things must be done now. That is on your hand. That connects to the ultimate goals that must be hit before this year is over. So you say there is no time. What can you do to maximize the time left. Jesus answered. Are there not 12 hours. In the day. If anyone walks. In the day. That means if anyone knows how to maximize. These 12 hours. Which is 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. He does not stumble. Because he sees the light. Of this world. Even those of us that want to engage in the night seasons. You always realize that the day season is better than the night. Many times I want to bath my hair. I want my baba to come in the morning than in the night. Ask him to come my 9pm after I finish all my day. When you come you see his carelessness. He's tired. He wants to bath and go home. But I always now ask him to come 6am. 6.30am. He baths me first before going to work. He's still fresh and strong. Turn the next verse. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. So he's teaching you the matter of how to maximize the day. Can you account 
every 12 hours of the remaining 20 days. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Every day that is over, you say, let me give account of these 12 hours. Then many times you set targets and strategy plan that matches that 12 hours or exceeds it. Because you know there is so much to be done within a short space of time. Now look at the reason. Then I will go to the next strategy. Psalm 68 verse 19. So, so, so he daily loads me with benefits. Benefits goes beyond financial return. There are people I paid attention to when I was paying attention, there are some other people I'm paying attention to now. Sometimes it is burdensome. Anytime they, they, they show up in the office and they tell me that they are the ones now, I, I just feel, oh, I'm doing something else. Why did they finally come? Yet, I will have to lay aside that thing I'm doing and turn to the person because I also realized years back, there were some people, it seemed as though they were burdensome. They were not bringing in much to my life and to what I was doing. But I was paying attention to them. And years after, the sponsorship of my life is those people. So if I never spared that time to sit down with them, many other dreams I thought I would attain, it will be limited now. If I was only consumed with the activities and targets of the day, of how I'm going to achieve this and achieve that, and I, and, and I saw them as disturbance, there is another four years to come that those ones are the pillars of my life. Have you seen why you can't just be consumed with one thing? Psalm 68 verse 19. That means anytime I come back home every day, I should have a testimony. I can engineer a life of testimony. A life of victory. A life of an achiever. Every day I come back, I can count benefits of the day. Yet, people come back, they can't count. He's always waking up early, sleeping late, and to eat the bread of affliction because their energy is not directed to targets. Directed to small goals that can connect to other goals so that there is daily benefit. Show it again. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us. That means every day I return, there should be something I came back. He said, daily loads. Have you seen where they are loading something? And you came back, there was no accomplishment that day. The God of our salvation. So I don't know how many days we have left for the end of the year. For me, I just have, is it 30 days? 30 or 35? I used to end my year completely, 18th December. Completely. 18th. Then somewhere 28th, I have to do a transaction. I don't know when you end your own year, maybe 25th. It's now time to sit down and say this number of days left. Every day, there must be a target with a strategic plan. Even if I don't end up achieving the five things, I achieve two. I achieve three. It will connect and connect and I'll have a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment. Say to your neighbor, he loads me daily with benefits. A day should not pass without any accomplishment. Try this thing the next 20 days. No, just try the next 15 days. You'll be proud of yourself. I always come back, I'm proud of myself. Oh, look at the things you've achieved. 
Look at the things you've accomplished. Then, you know the Akama lizard? He will not desert for himself. For the height. He will now say, look at the other things that has not been done. How am I going to do it? Not, nothing is working in my life. I hate that statement. Nothing is working. How? Nothing is working. Nothing is working. Because all he's fixing his eyes on is money. He doesn't know many other things can unlock another level of money. So his myopic mindset and all he knows and all he's pursuing is money. At the end of the day, he doesn't even have the money. So some of you are in Nigeria and you are working with some companies in the diaspora. If that diaspora company, some of their engagements is in their day that is your night. You cannot say, ah, he said I should not work in the night. Actually, your dimension is in the day. How do you define day? So Paul said something. If somebody sanctifies Saturday and now calls it the holy day, let Saturday be his holy day. If somebody sanctifies Friday and calls it the holy day, let it be his holy day. Why bother yourself which one is actually the holy day? That one you consecrated has now become the holy day. Let's look at the next strategy by Friday. I'll show you the last two. There's something I learned in my master's. There's a course with this strategic management. Later you go and google it. You need to learn how to do this thing. It gives speed. It's a strategy called ripple effect strategy. It's a major strategy in strategic management. Those in economics use it. Those in marketing use it. You can even google it when you just live here. Ripple effect strategy. Let me show you how it works. Because you know what is ripple effect? You throw in a little stone into this water. And you didn't do any other thing. And there is a ripple. And as the ripple is going, it becomes larger and bigger. Yet all you did was to drop one thing. So one action you took, but had multiple outcomes. Because you have many things you want to accomplish. I want to now know where to drop stone so that it can have a ripple outcome. I'll show you two persons that did it in scripture. And I don't know how to explain to you how to do it. Because for me now, everything I'm doing now is ripple effect. Everything. I'm no more bothered than just doing. Things I'm doing now, things that should have ripple effect. That will help me achieve bigger things. And have an unoverflowing blessing into next year. That's all I'm doing now. So I'm sitting there asking myself, you don't have much time to yourself again. What are the most important things, not just to you, but things that will have ripple effect? That will help you do more. You dropped a stone, but many more things are going to happen because of this stone you dropped. And some of them will have an overflowing blessing into the knee. Judges chapter 16 verse 26. That's all I'm doing now. Because many of us have accomplished almost all the goals we set for the year. Just here and there. Judges 6 verse 6, 16 verse 26. And even if you've not accomplished all the goals, now is not the time to run up and down. You need to now trust for this ripple effect strategy. When you leave, go and study it. Marketers use it. Economic people use it. All kinds of people use it. Show it for me. Judges chapter 16 verse 26. Then Samson said to the Lord who held him by the hand. Let me fill the pillars which support the temple so that I can lean on them. Turn the next verse. There is an army 
against Samson. And he has little or no time to fight them one on one. Now the temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. About 3,000 men and women on the roof watching while Samson performed. Verse 28. Then Samson called to the Lord saying, Oh Lord God, remember me I pray. Strengthen me. I pray just this once. Oh God that I may with one blow. Just one blow. Not two, not three, not four. Take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars. Once you turn 50, stop living for prosperity. Once I turn 50, I'll start living on 20% maximum of all the money I earn. 80% will start ripple effect agenda. I want to live on after 1,000 years I'm dead. And it is not about the money I accumulate in my account. It's not about how many cars I bought. Now, I will start engaging because by that time, my children are all settled. What else? What else? They are all married. Now, it's time to now focus on ripple effect. Heavy because now I'm still pulled by personal distractions. I'm still pulled by personal needs. Sometimes I want to do something. There's still something dragging me. That's how people live and they live forever. Show that scripture. I want to show you something. And he braced himself against them. One on his right and the other on his left. Look at verse 30. Then Samson said, he shouldn't have made this prayer. His God would have said, crushed everybody who still be there and celebrate the victory. Now he said, let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might. And the temple fell on the lords and all the people were it. Can we read this together? One, two, go. So the dead that he killed on the day of his death were much more than he killed all his life. This is the way to die. While others are going down, they say the sun is setting. You activated a dimension of another rising sun that will never set on you. While others are saying the moon is already finishing, nothing left. You do something that can give you an accomplishment much more than the 11 months you've stayed. Because some of them have ripple effect into next year. Ripple effect strategy. He killed more on the day of his death, more than his life put together. Go and learn how to live to die this way. Your business will continue. Your ministry will continue. Legacies will continue. Some people, the things they do die with them. Because their strength start going down and they say it's old age. No, check the fathers of the faith. Doesn't it surprise you? Young men cannot do what they are doing. No, many young men. Some of you don't know what is preaching. You don't know. As if I finish just this one hour preaching I'm doing now. If you see the strength that leaves. And these guys are doing super grace every day. These guys are, you don't know. Some of you think preaching is just 
they hold mic and talk. And somebody that is 80 years is still going up and down. Somebody that is 54, you don't know the energy. You don't know the energy. You will fall and die. Let me show you the next person that did it. First Samuel chapter 17. So I sat down and I have penned down trains of ripple effect. So all I'm doing is steps I should take that can help me hear things that are left but have a ripple effect. First Samuel chapter 17. So go back if you still have the paper of your goals. It's a skill. That's why I say go and goggle it. These are things we paid for and learned in our masters. Go and goggle it. Sit down. You will see different writers, different PDF on ripple effect strategy. You try to say, let me apply it on this. How can I apply it on this? Okay, look at the things that are left in my business. Look at the things that, what am I going to do? How am I going to engage it? First Samuel chapter 17 verse 49. Now there is an army again against Israel. But there is one personality. If I fight the whole army, I don't have any chances of winning. But if I bring down this one personality, if I hit this target, if I pull down this pillar, it's like one day wanted to go and ask the people, can we pull down this pillar? Because modern houses don't have pillar again. They say, pull down this one now. This whole building will collapse. It's a foundation in the outside. That means if I want to burn down this house, there's no need to start bringing fuel and all that. I just come and bring something and hit this pillar. I'll get the same effect with less stress. Please show it. Then David put his hand in his back and took out the stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead. And he fell on his face to the earth. Verse 50. So David prevailed over the Philistine. One man with a sling and a stone. And struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Verse 51. It, that day, if you ask David, even if you need to spend all your money, what will you spend it on? He will say to buy a sword. These are things you start from the beginning of the year. You sit down, your goals, you are taking ripple effect strategy. Your organization, ripple effect strategy. But now you can engage it this November now. You will go faster. Acceleration will happen. There will be many more things. When I tell you, there are many things that are happening in my life that I'm not involved. Is this ripple effect strategy? This church can never look for pastors again till, we are, till Jesus comes. We've developed a ripple effect strategy of always getting pastors to enter cities. Yet there are some churches that are looking for pastors. I will always have pastors. But it took me time to develop that ripple effect strategy of how to have laborers, skilled laborers for missions. But another person started ministry. God told him global ministry. He didn't sit down to think. What should I do for ripple effect strategy for workforce? Then it comes to a point. 
There's something that they, they call labor stock management. They taught us in our masters. You do it so where nobody leaves your company and your company notices. Nobody dies. So nobody can threaten you in your company. It's called labor stock management. There is always a replacement for anybody. While this one is on the table, there's somebody being worked on. Certain expense of giving. You are checking ahead. That's why many of them don't employ somebody that is 40 years, 30 years, 35 years. Because they employ you. They are putting much investment, but you'll soon retire. You'll soon be useless in their hand. So they are checking. I need to take somebody 25. I need to take somebody 24. So that the long term, I can get back my investment. Let's not get into all that. Why do you live your life without knowing where to drop stone and a ripple effect will happen? He said he sold all. He found one treasure. He knew if I get this treasure, his ripple effect of wealth. Some of you have seen that treasure, but you are hard investing into it. Yet you want to be wealthy. Show that scripture. Let's conclude it. So David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword, and drew it. Remember before he said he doesn't need sword. Now, he takes the sword out of his sheet, killed him, and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that, they are champion. That's why one time, David went into battle. All of a sudden, they almost slaughtered him. The whole army surrounded and said, David, they can kill all of us. But you are the lamp of Israel. If they cut you off before we are established, we are over. Dynasty has not been established and they want to cut you off. Then what is the prophetic order by which we will submit to anyone? The next battle, they told him, you can't go to this battle. Be strategizing behind. You can no longer go again. Some of you, the stage of your business, if you die, if you die nice home. can't afford to die. If you lose motivation, it's over. A time will come now in that same business, even if you are absent one year to be growing. Look at the next verse. Let's end it. Can we read this? Because I want to go. Now the men of Israel and Judah arose and shouted. They didn't know to fight. It's to enter the valley of the gates of the Ekron and wounded the Philistines that fell along the road to, you know, Sharim, even to this day. Now, even as far as Gat and Ekron, look at verse 53. Can we read it together? Verse 53. What did they do? The children of Israel returned from chasing the Philistines and they plundered. This wouldn't have happened if there was no ripple effect of hitting one man. Go back and sit down and ask yourself, what are the steps of ripple effect? I have 20 more days left. I have 25 more days left. Look at the goals before me. What are the steps I should take now that will have? You drop the stone here. You didn't drop another stone, but it's increasing and going larger and gets you to somewhere. One step that gives you multiple outcomes and you achieve things faster. You are still here, but you've gotten there and it can have an overflow. It's one strategy for acceleration. 
these last days left this year. Bow thy mind. I won't fight bit in the air. I won't run with uncertainty. Oh Lord, every step is going to be intentional. Every day there will be a target and plan strategy. Target plan strategy. I must have four things. I must have five things. Oh, matters of relationship, matters of finance, matters of ministry, matters of business, matters of project, matters of this, matters of that, matters of that. I will pick and I'm looking at it and I'm taking little steps. I will look out for strategic steps I will take for a ripple effect. A ripple effect. A ripple effect. Moro Saniya Kabahaya. A ripple effect. Moro Saniya Kabahaya. Lino Oboro Saniya Anto Venia Kabahaya. Lizorene no senior ambatosatiaka. Breathe inspiration into me. Ezula anto zenie peretosatiaka. That I may run as I ought to. Menee kozeniaka. Online on site. Talk to him. Ezule borosatiaka. You can do more in November than all the ten months put together. Ezukeno baratu zetiaka. Yelo suve etu vatiaka. Yeke no koperotu zetiaka. Yama baloko peretu zeneatiaka. Soleneki na soletia parateka. Lift up your voice, Keloborosa. In matter of my family, Ezizelo paratosatiaka. In matter of my marriage, Kelobata. Ezizelo kobata. This year is the best year I've ever enjoyed, Pastena. Is the best, the very best since I married her. One of the keys was every Monday. Since this year, and I don't think there's up to 10 months I didn't take her out we started the week every week taking her out we'll just go and buy something we'll just go and get something we'll just go and sit you know cheese and just come back home with something new this year has been one year I decided to do a strategic step every Monday and it had ripple effect every week and I experienced something major now the relationship has stepped into another level that I've never known before you can discern ripple effect step. You can discern ripple effect strategy. You can sit up and get target plan strategy for each day. For he loves me daily with his benefits. Lord, open my eyes to this understanding. Not just spirit strategy, but daily target plan strategy. Ripple effect strategy. Zeno kobeletiaka. Zeyatu let things be facilitated let things be accelerated let more happen November into December lift your voice and say I'm returning with sheaves full of others it's November I'm returning with sheaves full of others that's why we are discussing this it's November you are returning with sheaves full of others, with sheaves full of others, yeke to palata, ezoko beletiaka, zolekina abata, ezozo belokobata. When God told me go and study masters in management, He said you will need it for life and ministry. I didn't understand. Now I can see there are certain things 
you need to know. Open your eyes and voice and say, oh God, expose me to skillful wisdom. Let my acts be sharpened. Lest I labor in vain. Lest I labor in vain. Skillful wisdom. Strategic wisdom that multiplies my impure and give me ripple effect and returns. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your hands and just worship him. Go ahead and just honor him for the things you are seeing. Blessed are the eyes that see these things. Blessed are the ears that hear these things. Your eyes are blessed. Your ears are blessed. Take advantage of these treasures in Christ and multiply daily loaded loadings of blessings and benefits in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you were blessed. Don't be left out in this last move of God in the nations of the earth. For more of this audio messaging, please click on the download link on our Facebook page at Kingdom Diplomat Engine. Join us on Instagram, Hey Diplomats.